Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us on the show today, our guest is Miss Emily Wickland of C5 Fit, coming to us from Pismo Beach, California. Emily, what's going on? How are you? Good. Uh, you know, just over here in California, it's 10, 15 in the morning. So pretty good. It, yeah, it is a little bit later and a lot colder, I would imagine, here on the East Coast. Uh, but Which anyway. Is, I was going to say, it's hilarious because it's cold for me, but it's like 50. Yeah, no, I don't feel bad for you. Very little sympathy oh, here. So anyway, uh, our our goal today, our, our the crux of our conversation will be around C5 and your experience as a business owner. But I'm a big believer in, in background and context. And so before we get into that conversation about what you do day to day to grow this thing, I want to go a little bit back in time first and, and pick your brain on how this whole thing got started. And so C5, take us back to not necessarily the day that we opened the doors. Take us back to the day that the idea popped into your head. I'm going to open up my own gym. What was going on for you and, and how did we get here? Okay, so first things first is technically speaking, I did not open this gym. I purchased it from somebody else. So, um, so what happened was um, a really good friend of mine, Chad, uh, owned CrossFit Five Cities. So the tiny area in Pismo that we live in, there are five cities that touch each other, and it's just called the Five Cities area. Um, so we used to be CrossFit Five Cities, and. What essentially happened was, you know, we over and over and over again kept seeing people come to us who would flourish at the beginning of CrossFit, would get the stimulus, get so much out of the community, the enjoyment, showing up to your class and seeing your people, you know, getting a hard workout in in an hour and then leaving, going home and coming back. But the inevitable plateau would essentially hit. And, you know, if anybody ever came to us with injuries or limitations of any sort, then a class-based system, as exciting and as fun as it is, it gets really hard with 20 people in class to find the perfect modification for the perfect stimulus for everyone, while also, you know, staying on top of the class schedule, making sure everybody's warm, everybody's got their equipment, and we start on time because, you know, next class has to come also. Um, so over time, when we kept seeing more and more people who were like, hey, like, I just, you know, I have these specific goals that I want to be like, I want to be, you know, I want to compete in this competition, or I want to do this thing for my wedding, or I want to be able to do 10 unbroken strict pull-ups, but we haven't worked on pull-ups in, you know, three months. So how am I ever going to do that on my own if I don't have 15 extra hours every single day to dedicate to my own accessory work and my own strength work and my own, you know, stuff. And not to mention, how do I know how to do that? Who's going to teach me? Um, so basically over time, Chad, when he owned the gym, started basically doing that for people, started writing programming for a couple of random people who basically were like, Hey, I need this, you know, I need this personalized programming. He went out and got his first, um, OPEC certification. And so he was basically the catalyst that started this for everyone. So in May of 2019, we moved facilities from where we were in a big, basically warehouse, which is very CrossFit standard gym, um, to a smaller gym in a large shopping center, like maybe, I don't know, two, three miles away. 
Um, and when we did that was basically when the transition happened, when we were like, okay, we're, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. Like we're going to stop being a CrossFit affiliate. We're going to stop having classes. We're going to switch over to this individual design basis only because if we really as coaches want to actually help people be the healthiest, fittest versions of themselves, the only way we're going to do that is to write programming and teach people to do things that are specific to them as individual people. And, you know, again, CrossFit, so much fun. It's a really good time to drop in with your buddies and push yourself with each other. But unless you are somebody who is so like has the mental background and the physical background of fitness and can come in off hours and do all the own, like all your own progressional things, like you will not eventually continue to get better forever. And unless again, you have a gym that is designed for that, which would be super cool if that type of CrossFit gym existed everywhere, but it's hard. Um, so yeah. yeah, so when we switched over um, to our smaller space and basically switched gears, um, we were there for a couple of months before our lovely COVID happened to us. Uh, and that is actually- In California, right I, no less. Yes, yeah. and that's actually right when I bought the gym, which was a good Perfect. time. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So basically, you know, uh, Chad walk, took me for a walk on the beach one day and we're just walking and he's like talking to me about like these other things that he really wants to do with his life and his career. And he was like, Hey, so do you want to buy the gym? <laughs> and I said, why, where are you going? And so, yeah, so basically from that point forward, I was like, he, the second I came home, he was like, I want you to think about it. It's a big deal. And I went home to my boyfriend that day and I said, I want to buy the gym. Okay. The second I got home, so it wasn't like, it wasn't quite your idea but the idea no. was implanted nonetheless totally and it was just that but it's like that moment of like that is so fucking scary sorry I don't know how the cussing is gonna work on yeah, this but that is so scary and at the same time I was like how could I say no like how could I like I love everything about what we do and I you know was there for the transition I was there beforehand agreed with everything that was happening and so the second that happened obviously COVID was a really fun time yeah. to basically for us to be like you know what if we survive this we'll survive anything um yeah. in yeah. a short in a short duration of time we changed location we changed wholesale the model we changed correct. ownership correct we ran into somewhat of a an operating challenge with a, a pandemic yes any of these single-handedly probably should have shut this business down you guys must be doing something right here emily so we'll get into yeah. that here in a moment uh okay plenty for us to dig into so change the model previously a crossfit affiliate focused on of course the the group style led by a coach sort of yeah. class but you knew we could never affect these people the way that we wanted to without a little bit more focused attention so we switched to a much more tailored approach mm -hmm. since you guys made that changeover what have we done from a from a marketing standpoint to attract the person looking for that type of service how are we finding the majority of the customers that you guys work with um, so besides really ramping up our social media in the last couple of years, you know, because as much as a lot of people hate on technology and hate on social media, if you are not on it, then you, you know, nobody knows you exist. Um, cause you know, back in the day, it was cool if you had a, you know, a website and now it's like, nobody cares if you have a website and if you don't have an Instagram or a Facebook page and people can't find you, then you might as well not exist. Um, those are the ones that closed by the way. So they probably don't exist. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that's definitely the main thing. We have ramped that up a lot, but for the most part, actually it's our moving of location. So now the big shopping center that we're in, we are right next to one of our major grocery stores in town. So we get hundreds of people who walk by the gym every single day. Um, most people have no idea what the gym does. They just see, you know, a bunch of people working out in basically what is kind of a building that shouldn't be a gym because everything else in our shopping center is, you know, restaurants or there's, you know, a dry cleaner, there's like a pet shop, there's, you know, again, the grocery store, there's like chiropractor, there's like a couple things like that. So for the most part, we're definitely in a shopping center that should not have a gym. So yeah. we get a lot of what we call fishbowl moments where people come up and they like put their hands on the glass and they look in at all of us and they're like, what are they doing in there? Um, but yeah, so a lot of, that's actually how we get a lot of our basically new members is specifically that they come genuine up genuine interest yeah you know and we have an intake form we actually recently have a, a piece of paper and it's a nice piece of paper that sounds really generic a piece of paper uh that we stuck to the front window so that when we're not there we have a qr code so that people can scan it and it takes them directly to our intake form so that they can basically you know reach out to be like hey i'm interested in the gym i want to set up a consultation to come in um and a lot of now we've progressed that over time because originally it was like, yeah, tell us, you know, all these things about you, you know, about who you are. And the reality is like the main question when people reach out to us is, are you serious about this or not? Because if you are not serious about your health and your lifestyle and changing your life, then like, do not even go past this intake form because the consultation won't change your mind. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, so two routes typically one mm -hmm. genuine foot traffic we just strategically picked a better location correct two social media and the digital approach with the social media side of things emily for clarification is this we're putting out content pictures videos things like that are we supplementing that with advertising budget and uh, money to accelerate this or one of the other or, or some combination of both sort of a combination of both um so our especially if anybody goes to our instagram page we have progressed if you look at it it's actually kind of funny like the variation of you can tell basically the intelligence that went into realizing that social media is a real platform that needs to be taken seriously if you want it to actually advertise your business um and so it's really interesting it's actually really amusing to scroll back um but but yeah, a lot of what we put out is we have a balance. So we put out a lot of like, you know, here's our members. These are real people who come to this gym. Here are like videos and clips of them doing their workouts, testimonials, you know, things of them like actually in here, like what does the gym even do? Um, and then, but the majority of what we put out is actually content. We put out a lot of content about, you know, like uh, we have one day that's specific to nutrition related things. We have one that's specific to like motiv motivational related things. Um, We've got another one that's more about, you know, like common myths and like misconceptions and things. So we put a lot of information out there that ideally is either, yeah, either you read it and you just gain something from that. We just taught you something, whether you join our gym or not, or you register that like the gym itself is also this giant community of a bunch of people who believe everything that we say. Not that we say it because they, you know, <laughs> but like that everything that we're putting out here is information that everybody believes like we all believe that you should get sunlight every single day we all believe you should go to bed at roughly the same time and wake up at the same time you know and that you should you know black out your room and like where if you're gonna like look at your screens like where are your blue light glasses you know and like it, people who believe in 
eating good foods because you want to actually eat good foods and not just because, you know, like it's the cool thing to do, you know? So yeah, so yeah. we put out a lot of content. Um, a lot of it lately has been very kind of motivational and or um, what's the word? Like more about like, you're not alone if you think that waking up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym blows. <laughs> like yeah. it does. So we, we've got the organic side planned out. What's your experience been with advertising on social media? How, how successful has that been? It's kind of a hot button topic for a lot of gym owners. I know. What does well, it, what does it look like for you? So yeah. So advertising on social media is kind of, it's interesting because it's a fun, it's a fun game. You basically have to play between telling everybody what the gym is and what you offer, trying to kind of sell stuff without really directly selling stuff. Because nobody, nobody goes on Instagram and thinks like, I'm going to spend money today. Like mm -hmm. nobody opens your Instagram and thinks like, I mm -hmm. hope somebody sells me a membership. I hope somebody mm -hmm. sells me on something. So the reality is like, you have to find that balance of like making people believe that what you're posting is something that they want to be part of. That, you know, you're selling something that is different from other things that they've seen or that they've done and that they want to be part of what you have to offer because it's different. Because it somehow, you know, fulfills something that they're looking for. Whether that means it's, you know, like somebody's like, look at all of those like older folk at that gym look at how confident they look and look at how like that woman's getting on and off the ground. Like, look at how easy she's doing that. Like, you know, I'm a 70 year old woman who has eight grandkids and I can barely afford to keep up with them. And every time I, you know, want to get on the ground to play with them, I like have to, you know, give myself five minutes. I need there to be a couch nearby. I need somebody to help me get up, you know, like even small things like that. So a lot of when we put out stuff that's, you know, air quotes on the marketing or advertising, a lot of it's like, this could be you. Like these people, you, you know, because what we do too is like, it's not, it doesn't, you know, segregate people in any way. It's not enticing to like younger or older crew. Like it's basically, you know, you can be, we have 13 year old girls who come to our gym who want to play sports in high school. And so that's why they're coming to us is so that they can get fit enough that they can make a team in high school. Because the reality is now too, after COVID man, making a sports team in high school, is rough. Um, but yeah, or we have a lot of people who come to us who are like, I want to be able to play with my grandkids or I live alone. Everything in between. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we've got a lot of variation in there. And so now the gym structure, that's why, so a lot of our advertising is photos of everyone or videos of everyone um, yep. because it's, you know, a good, like, you know, you don't have to, you know, that common annoying belief that people say where they're like, I'm not fit enough to go to that gym yet. You know, that's like, what we're here for getting yeah. rid of that yeah so okay. so yeah so okay. actually, uh lately actually um two of our coaches myself and then chad actually have recently i don't know if you have you ever heard of ifca mm -hmm. um it's called the impact uh oh, fitness coaching yeah yes so myself and chad actually are recently have been doing their like kind of accelerated mentorship program for social media like marketing and advertising specifically because everybody can do it now. Everybody can post photos of themselves or of people that they've worked with, you know, like everybody can like create really good content. Yeah. So like you don't have to have any kind of background or any kind of degree. You don't have to be, you know, even a good coach if you can put out good content and make people believe that what you do will work. Like, so it's a, it's a real, like it's a new game, you know, and everybody's got to kind of be in it. You got to figure out how you fit. Absolutely. So, and so yeah. 
we're, we're getting leads from all of these different places. You already alluded to somewhat of the sales process and how we sign these people up. But in your mind, especially as the owner, what do you focus on to retain these people? How do we keep them coming back for the long haul? So it's so hard to explain and without, you know, feeling like you're like tooting your horn a little bit. But the biggest thing we do is like our gym is we don't allow headphones in the gym. Like we don't allow people to be in their own bubble. The majority of what we do is like, if we're having conversations at the gym, everybody's having conversations at the gym. Like our biggest thing that I think brings people back is actually like, it's a big community. Like, yes, people see progress and people grow and people develop, but the majority of what they do is they come back because it's a safe space full of other people who you know, also wake up at 5 a.m. to go work out, to feel better, to do the same things that they want to do without, you know, it being like this awkward, you know, like I'm being judged for being here or like, look at that really fit person in the corner. Like, how can I be here? And they can also be here. Like maybe, you know, if their workout's more important than mine, like who am I to be here and take equipment and do those things? Like, that's not something that we foster in the gym. Like we, you know, we have regular community outings. We do four a year. Um, we also do like community-based challenges where, you know, we'll do something that is modifiable and scalable to everyone. So like we've done one where we did like a 2k row. And so it was like, okay, everybody test your row. And then in three months from now, like we're all, everybody's going to progress in their own way based on what happened with the initial 2k row. And then in three months from now, we have one big day on a Saturday where everybody signs up for heat times and they all come and they do their 2K. And the goal is that they are trying to beat themselves, but that it's a whole big celebration. And then, you know, three hours after that, we have like make reservations at a winery. We all go out, we all spend time together and everybody gets the chance to register that like we are friends and we are a community and fitness might've brought us together, but it doesn't have to be the only reason we know each other. And it doesn't have to be the only thing we have in common. Um, so honestly, yes, like all of our coaches have plenty of certifications. We're all coaches who, you know, believe in continued education and we all work really hard to make sure that our clients are healthy and fit and reach their goals. But the biggest thing that we do to support everybody is we create a supportive environment for everybody. Like yeah. we all know everything about each other. Everybody knows everybody's names. You know, no, everybody feels like we can, you know, make jokes out in the open or like people come in and they ask for advice or tips or like things if they're like, you know, like, Hey, like I'm new to the area. Like where are good restaurants I should go? Like where are things? And it's like a full conversation between like eight people at the gym at one time. Um, which is the nice thing about it being open gym. Cause then, you know, you're not holding up anybody's time. If you spent two hours talking to people, yeah. but you stand up for two hours, you're there. And so all of our conversations so far has, has essentially geared up with how'd you get here in the first place? What do things look like now? Paint me a picture of the future. You are now steering the ship. Theoretically, we are beyond a pandemic and you can operate with some normalcy. Mm -hmm. Where are we going with this whole thing? What's, what's sort of your goal as time moves on? So that's also a fun game. Uh, so honestly, we've had a lot of conversation about it. One of the biggest things that we've actually been doing lately is there are, so there's a town that's like about 30 minutes north of us and then another one that's about 30 minutes south of us where we have friends who have opened up their own gyms um, and they're different. The one up north of us is a like a kettlebell based gym. So they have kettlebell classes um, and the gym south of us is a CrossFit gym. Um, but essentially we've been in communication with them about essentially figuring out a way to 
utilize their facility for additional C5 members, basically coming up with a partnership where our members can pay, like, let's say, you know, we have members who, you know, they might live in our town, but they work 30 minutes north or south of us or the opposite. They work in town, but they live not near us, you know, so they sometimes have to drive in and out of their way to come to the gym. So we've been working on basically partnering with different facilities that we agree with how they run things, what they believe in, what the equipment base is like, um, and has an environment that is similar to ours enough to foster basically our members being able to work somewhere else. Um, we've discussed the potential for franchising or building up other locations. Um, and a lot of that is, you know, dependent upon kind of the area. Like we live in a pretty expensive area in California. Um, and so trying to figure out if we, you know, put a location somewhere else, like what other, where is that? How far away is it? Is it close by? Is it far? You know, like how does that work? And then how do we foster the things that we have and that we believe in there? Like how do we recreate this somewhere else when it's not us doing it? Um, and so, a lot of it right now is kind of in that middle of the road. It's like that conversation between like, do we, yeah, like branch out and make more of us? Do we partner with other gyms? So it's more like, you know, CrossFit Emerge and C5 Fit kind of a thing. Like we are paying, you know, space inside of their building and their coaches coach our people when they're there, you know, or do we make our building larger? Like we've had a couple of conversations about like, do you build a bigger, better gym, you know, like, do we make our facility this like giant grand amazing facility and we're still the only one you know um so nothing is in stone because you know as per what happened with the pandemic there's a lot of things that come up that nobody's expecting um and honestly this last year was an interesting like when we all started to realize that that was actually really going to end and be over we were all like okay so now that that's real and we're not in survival mode anymore yeah, like what do we see for the future? What do we want? What do we think is possible? Um, because, you know, for the longest time it was survival. It was like, how do we keep the gym alive? How do we make sure that there is a gym to go to? Um, that is an important question to answer. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. All so, things to consider. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. And it's a fun conversation and, and entrepreneurship is like you said, it's a fun game because at the end of the day, you get to spin this however you feel like spinning it now. It's mm-hmm. what is the market going to respond to? How can we put out a service that people are, are willing to put their dollars behind so we can continue to do what we love to do? Correct. That's the question that we all have to answer. You know? Correct. Yes. It's a, it's a fun one. It's worthwhile to talk about. And it's also a a really, really great place for us to start to wrap up our conversation here. But I want to save a minute or two for you to be able to tell people where they can learn more about C5. Cool. What's the website? What's the social media? How can people find you guys? Cool. So pretty easy. So Instagram is literally at C5Fit. Nothing else in there. Just the letter C, the number five, F-I-T. Our website is C5.Fit. Um, so also pretty easy to go find us. Um, yeah, but so, and so on that note for people coming to poke around and see us, um, we don't have any pricing or anything like that on your website because, you know, the answer is like, if you're serious, you know, reach out to us. Um, we are in the grand scheme of learning and growing 
experimenting with remote coaching because uh, we use True Coach for all of our programming and that is accessible anywhere. Um, and in the grand scheme of, you know, potentially branching out and partnering with other facilities, that is essentially a version of remote coaching. We just know the facility you're going to and have a direct partnership with it. But technically speaking, we can write that for you wherever you are. Um, but yeah, so those are our two main ones. Um, if anybody has any very specific direct things, they could also email me. Uh, it's Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, Wick, W-I-C-K, at C5.fit. Um, that's my, you know direct to gym email um, for specific questions. But um, yeah, the main thing, honestly, that I feel like this podcast is super cool about is it's so hard to remember that like fitness for people who genuinely believe in, we are all in fitness to be better and to make better humans is like, this is a team sport. Like we all have to help each other. If the goal is that this is a healthier world of people who believe what we believe versus you know it is a lot of like people have a lot of we have to put our insecurity aside and we have to have a put our pride aside and like we have to realize that like our gyms aren't competing with each other like there's a lot more people sitting on couches than there are correct. at rival gyms that's for correct sure. and so and that's one of the hardest things about like our community is that balance of knowing that like we're not competing with each other we need to help each other because yeah we are densely outnumbered yeah so couldn't have said it better myself. Emily, this has been awesome. I really enjoy getting a look underneath the hood at businesses like this and, and picking the brains of owners to see what they're thinking about. I'm excited to see what the future ends up taking shape as for you guys. And in the meantime, we're out of time today, but I, I really appreciate you coming on and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Good time. To everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host today, Adam Chop, and today with me is a super special pair of guests. We have Brian and Jeannie from Old Fort, North Carolina with Broken Bar Gym. Guys, how are you today? Wonderful. Right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day today, you know, uh, your beginning part of the day to have a conversation and learn about your perspective on the industry and, you know, all the things that you've done. Um so again, thank you. And what I'll do is I'll go ahead and open it up and let you guys kind of, you know, uh, we'll start with Jeannie and then Brian, you can kind of pitch in afterwards, but just explain, you know, your story, how you got into the industry, you know, your passion and uh, we'll go from there. All okay. right. Thanks for having us. Um, my name's Jeannie Connor and I'm currently 48 years old. So I didn't start training. I didn't pick up a barbell until I was 40. And in our area, there's not a lot of gyms. And gyms struggle. So 
I guess in the period of a few years, I've seen four different gyms come and go that offer the cross-training, functional fitness type studios. And we found a place where none of us had anywhere to go. We're a small gym family. And I work in Old Fort. And to just give you a little background about Old Fort, there's less than 800 residents in the city limits and the whole town of Old Fort's a little over one mile. So it's a really small town and a lot of people pass through it to go to bigger cities, of course, but we're pretty much 20 minutes from everywhere. But in all that, we decided to start a gym that if we could just survive based on what we brought in, that it would be more to serve the community and to just help us stay sane. <laughs> so, and that started in 2020. We built the gym in 2020 with outside workouts, of course. And then in April of 21, we opened to the public with an indoor facility to offer people. And my, myself, I'm uh, 43 years old and I've been working out off and on most of my life, but uh, at 38, I had a stroke, um, and that moment I was like, you know, something's got to change. I can't just eat, you know, like crap and go do three sets of 10 anymore. And I'd always followed CrossFit, and uh, it was kind of something I want to get into. And I, I found this gym family at, at one of the gyms she was talking about and fell in love with it. And um, when we came to – we didn't have a place to go. Jenny came to me and asked me to be a coach, and uh, without hesitation, I was like, yeah, no no problem. Let's do it. Uh, I know her. She's – very into it. She's very in the community and I know she'll put hundred percent into it. So I was like, let's go, let's do it. Awesome guys. I love that. I love that. You know, uh, <clears throat> all four kind of reminds me of like, you know, my little hometown, you know, uh, Galesburg. Um, it was like, I think at the time, like maybe like eight or 900 people, maybe a thousand if we're lucky, um, you know, small high school graduated with like 90 something, maybe something like that. Um, but yeah, so it can definitely relate to, you know, the small town. A lot of people drive through it to get to like, the bigger cities and stuff like that. So, um, you know, kudos to opening a gym, you know, that's super exciting, especially because, you know, you, ha you have the, you know, let's say the, the will to, you know, make a difference in the community and, you know, you're not going to, you know, settle until you do. So um, cool guys. Appreciate that. So let's kind of talk a little bit about broken bar gym, you know, kind of walk me through, you know, the square footage um, and how many members you guys currently have. So we have about 2,300 square feet and we're, we just moved in that facility in April of this year. So the first facility we were at was almost 6,000 square feet and we had garage doors and we had high ceilings. So the owner sold the gym, uh, sold the building where we were at and we had to relocate and, um, after being there a, a little over a year, like we were honestly just starting to get established and then that happened. So yeah, we sort of had to start all over. So right now we have 27 members, which uh, half of those people just pay and they don't come. I don't understand. That. <laughs> we're, we're constantly like, Hey, and in the beginning, I felt really bad for taking people's money if they didn't come and I would call them. I'd be like, are you coming back? If you're not, I'm going to cancel your account. No, I'm coming, they will say. So there's people who pay who don't come. And 
And those folks um, out of the 27, half, I looked at it this morning, half of those are remnants over the last eight years of these gyms who have started and failed and started and failed. So, um, you know, uh, thankfully the town worked with us and got us a great spot. We, we actually have a storefront. We're right on Main Street. We got a big sign in the window. Yeah. You know, the town's been, been great to help us because they want us here too. The town of Old Fort, if it was not for the town of Old Fort making a special meeting to present to us to rent that, we wouldn't be here. I'm sure we would have had to just close down. Yeah, well, you know, that's obviously a huge thing to hear that the community supports you and the town over supports you. So um, kudos to Old Fort out there, if anybody ever there is uh, listening. Um, so Jeannie, Brian, you know, with, with your members and, you know, your, your square footage. So obviously there's there's tons of room to grow. You know, walk me through, you guys have been in business for, you know, a little under three years now, almost three years. You know, in that time, you know, Old Fort's a small area. So you know, other facilities, have you, have you seen people from other facilities come check you guys out, try you join, kind of walk me through like what's been your process over the, the, the three years, aside from obviously the, you know, owner selling the previous building and things like that. So the average age of folks in Old Fort is around 60. I've had a lot of folks who walk in, I would say the majority of the walk-ins, they see that we're a gym or they heard that we are a gym that they walk in looking for the treadmill or those kind of things. And when they walk in, especially if it's during a class, the cross training so scares people sometimes. And we have a few uh, folks who are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s who have returned and they're enjoying it. But I would say the majority come in and they're like, we can't do that. And they leave. So if I ever get the opportunity to have a room just for that, you know, that would be good to serve the community because there's nothing else here. So, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, that, that's going to lead me into a couple of questions. Um, very good point. I appreciate that. You know, let, go ahead and kind of, before we get too deep into it, kind of explain obviously affiliation with CrossFit as far as like the style of training. But if somebody were to come into Broken Bar and they're like, you know, what is this? you know, this is what I'm looking for. Kind of walk me through what your process is. How would you, you know, give them their first experience, their tour, you know, whatever to kind of explain what Broken Bar does. Kind of walk us through that, that real quick. So, um, so Broken Bar Gym, we come up with that name. We help people break bars to better health, better fitness, and mentally and physically. And we go over that. We sh hopefully they come in during a workout because I think it's best if they can see if they've never been around it before, if they can just watch it and um, just encourage them to come and let them know that there's a movement for you. And I usually just show them even, you know, the burpee, all the scale movements of a burpee. And if you have an injury, well, we can do this. And we actually applied to be an affiliate and it, it's just not cost. Like right now, we just, we couldn't afford it then. We certainly can't afford it now. So I'm really glad that we didn't go that way. But I truly believe in, you know, the, the cross-training methodology. methodology. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, mixing it up. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, we, you know, obviously we scale everything to, to their needs. Uh, you know, put a PVC pipe in their hand until they get the movement down. 
And, you know, we do all the scaling we can for them, honestly, till they uh, pick it up. And then they, but man, people just want to go. Like, it's like, no, no, slow down just a little bit because you're going to be too sore to come back tomorrow. And then if they're too, uh, we've noticed if they're too sore to come back, they, they don't might come not come back. back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, that's funny you say that. I I have worked with, you know, people, you know, not elderly, but like older people, you know, the not not the 20s and 30s. And they they it's funny because they'll say, like, if I'm too sore, I ain't coming back. So I think that's a consensus amongst like, you know, no matter where you are. But so you would say that, you know, your your introduction to broken bar, you know, you are gonna obviously assess them, see, you know, where they're at, you know, like you said, the PVC pipe, you know you know, maybe they're assess the range of motion a little bit, you know, maybe a little functional screen, things like that to kind of see like, where can I put this person, you know, so that way, A, they're going to be successful inside of the studio and they're going to want to keep coming back because it was something that they've never done before and that they really enjoyed. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Love it. Education is, knowledge is power. Education is key. Yeah. Uh, and I really try to stress, you know, as we get older, we have to get up and down whether it's out of the car or off the commode or and unfortunately if I fall, I want to be able to get myself up. So I, I preach that a whole lot. Probably people get tired of hearing me talk about that and use your core. Don't forget to use your core. So yes, your breathe. core is literally almost two thirds of your body or over two thirds of your body, technically, if you think about it. But yeah, it's you know, core is everything, especially, you know, we, we talk about this all the time with, you know, me and my colleagues and stuff, you know, it's, well, you know, if you're, you know, twenties, thirties, you know, you're still kind of, you know, in and out of that, you know, sports phase or activity phase where you're mainly active, but then like you go forties, fifties, sixties, and you go to bend over to pick up a can that fell out of the cabinet and you're like, Oh, my back. And then it's like, why did I do that? And then you go and it's like, well, you know, over the years of, you know, dormant activity or seldom activity, you know, it's things change and things tighten up and things stiff and, you know, the list goes on and on and on. So, you know, it's, it's good to be able as fitness professionals to provide, you know, the, the cross training where you're getting a little cardio, little strength, little range of motion with everything that you're doing. So. And it's fun. And it's fun. That is the key. Um, I think, especially, you know, for a smaller town, it's like, people know everybody. So like everybody knows everybody and they, you know, if they like it, they're going to go tell somebody else, Hey, I really enjoy this. You come check it out. And they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Let me try it out. So, you know, the list goes on. Um, so with that being said, you know, kind of walk us through, you know, people that do come in your door, you know, you said that you do get a lot, a lot of people from like some of the other gyms that closed down over the years and stuff, you know, what's, what's the main source of lead generation right now for you? Like, how are you getting the most people in the door um, at this time? I would say uh, word of mouth. Um, I started a ladies class because attendance, honestly, ever since we moved the new location last April, it started slowing down and I was like, where are our people at? And a lot of people just didn't like the new location, I guess, for different reasons. COVID maybe, you know, cause we did have the big garage doors. Now we're more closed up. Um, but I was like, okay, well, summer's here and it's common for people to go on vacation and the kids are out of school and maybe that's where everybody's at. And then October, you know, came after school started and it's still like a little slower. <laughs> so I was like, let's, 
do a specialty class uh, for women only. And I have one lady in particular who she brings a whole carload of people with her every Tuesday and Thursday night of all ages. So that has that's probably our latest biggest lead generation. And we got one member who has just like caught on fire, Shay, mm -hmm. and she's like posting to her Facebook, yeah. all her social media, comes to work in our gym. And we do a lot of social media ourselves, uh, you know, posts every day, you know, that's our, our main leads. Yeah, yeah. Facebook and Instagram is mostly what we work off of, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and is that, like you said, is that just from like you guys posting, you know, like pics or videos or, you know, whatever the case is? Yeah. Yeah, just trying to show people what we do, and it's not as scary as they have envisioned. And you can always usually see all ages in the photos, you know. But people just around here, in particular, just have the mindset of what we do is so hard, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. No, especially because you know, you guys, you know, being the main prime example. Hey, look, this is for anybody. Exactly. Um, um, well, cool. Well, you know, on average, if you don't have the specific number, you can ballpark, but, you know, either weekly basis, bi-weekly basis, maybe even a monthly, you know, how many potential new members or prospects do you see on, you know, anywhere from like weekly to monthly basis? I say three to five. Yeah. She, yeah. She definitely gets a lot of calls, but I'd say coming in the gym is probably three to five a month. Uh, okay. uh, the people we're going to, we talked about, it. <laughs> it was just a joke, but the people that say they're going to be there and don't come, we thought about putting their name up on the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can name a wad after that person or something. Yeah. Like, like, this is a gen wad because Jen doesn't show up, but you guys do. We want, the place would be full if we had the people that say they're going, they're going to come and don't come. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, you know, and, and out of those people, you know, would you say that the conversion rate from the people that come in to join is is pretty good? Or, you know, would you say you close like 50, 60, 70% of those people? Yeah, I'd say 50. Yeah. 50. Okay, so about half. All right. And then, you know, we talked about, you know, members, uh, your square footage. Obviously, there's tons of room to grow. But, you know, where, you know, realistically, the next, you know, we'll, we'll say real small, the next, like, six to 12 months, you know, maybe like the next, you know, maybe from now to the end of the year or even half of the year, you know, where truly, where do you want your number base to be, you know, in order to obviously stay afloat, continue to add on new things and stuff like that kind of what's that, what's that number, you know, where would you guys really like to see, you know, that base take off to? 10. 10. Yeah. Uh, 10, 10 would be a start. Yeah. We, before we moved, we stayed at 50 to 60. That's where I'd like to get back to Yeah. have classes full classes every day. Yeah. At least 10. Yeah. So 10 new members. Yeah. And I know that number sounds so small in relation to some other gyms. <laughs> no, no. It's, you know, it's, I always like to say it's better to be and every, like I said, everybody's situation is different. So like your guys' situation is different than planet fitness or another local gym down the road or whatever the case is. So, you know, it's, it's better to be realistic to know that something you set a goal, no matter how big or small, it's, it's achievable because it's something that you know it's realistic for you. Right. So, yeah. um, as far as like what we offer our members, they get 
but I'm not really licensed in nutrition okay. and, and that guidance, but I always offer to weigh and measure people and write those numbers down. And I encourage people to do that on their first, before their first workout. So, because I know sometimes you may not lose pounds, but you may lose inches and it would be good to know that. And then of course there are unlimited classes. They can come in every day, twice a day if they want to. And we have a good relationship with a physical therapist who comes in once a month and does a clinic with us. Uh, and that's free to the members. So like last Friday, we did a lower back pain clinic. And like for what people get for the price, you know, I, I think is, is a value, but I just, I have a problem relating that to everybody else. <laughs> so. No, absolutely. Um that's cool that you guys do workshops you know i think workshops are very beneficial especially because the more value you can provide for members the more that they're going to see the value and they're going to want to keep coming back and obviously the word of mouth is going to continue to travel so um keep doing that keep doing you know workshops nutritionists pts uh shoot even chiropractors you know um you know or even you know maybe like some other fitness professionals and i don't i don't know anything about all for but if you guys you know see any like influencers out there or like people that are active in the community in the industry um you know those are always good resources too um but um so you know let me bring it back here you know we talked about you know notes you know aside from you know facebook posts um and you know obviously just you know word of mouth and things like that you know what what are you guys currently actively doing i know you mentioned the workshops to really reach out to the community and even maybe like you know two three four miles outside the surrounding area to to draw new people in gosh we're, we're probably not doing anything so <laughs> it's really yeah financial base like we, we just don't have the mark money for marketing and and if you go down what 15 minutes down the road is a bigger town and they have two 24-hour gyms and it's hard to get people from that area to come to drive 15 minutes up the road for us yeah that's another problem we're having yeah so it's kind of like a little you know the the bigger box gyms and the, that 24-hour access and things like that yeah yeah there's yeah. several crossfit gyms in Asheville, you know and we actually do have one member who drives from Swannanoa, which is about 20 minutes. And he found us, uh, we do a turkey trot uh, every year to um, raise money for the local elementary school. And that's how he found us was uh, like one of the registration sites for the turkey trot. And he actually became one of our coaches. So I think he's the only one that drives from mm -hmm. that side of the mountain from West. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, you know, Brian, I know Jeannie said that you do all the programming, things like that. You know, have you, you know, just a thought or a question, have you ever like reached out to like those other gyms and, you know, maybe like had a meeting and kind of like brainstorm ideas where like you guys are both inputting stuff, but you're not like quote unquote stealing their programming, but you're just taking ideas and kind of like implementing that into what you guys do here? Uh, do you mean other like CrossFit gyms or cross yeah. training gyms? Uh, I do. On weekends, that's weird. I go drop it, do drop-ins at gyms, and yeah, I'll, I'll uh, pick their brain a little bit and kind of see what's going on, you know, see how they're running things. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite things to do. But I don't, 
there's not much difference between what they're doing and what we're doing. I guess it's just the amount of people that are in that in their area. I, I was you just you just you kind of brought me to the to the next point is you know if you guys are doing pretty much the same thing that they're doing you know is it is it just a difference of people the the drive to your place you know the facility you know what's in it um you know or, or do you think it's just mainly like the drive yeah i think it's the drive and the maybe the demographic uh of, of our area yeah i never would have thought it would be that hard to get people to drive 15 minutes to a gym he drives a lot yeah. but i drive 20 minutes just to get to Oakport because yeah. i live in the middle of nowhere <laughs> so driving 20 minutes is nothing to me but I hear that from so many people from the east and the west of us that's 20 minutes to the next biggest yeah. city. Oh, well, that's 20 minutes all the way to Old Fort. Like, yeah, but, you know, we're great. You should come <laughs> see us. <laughs> We've talked about moving again, but I yeah. mean, we really like where we're at, and we feel like we, we help the community a lot. Because there is no gym in Old Fort. We're the only gym. There's no other type of gym. Um, mm-hmm. So... We just don't have that equipment that I guess some people were looking for. But. And Old Ford is growing. Like it's it's like on the cusp of of really taking off. Do you it's, see uh, like a lot of people moving into the area or like closer to like surrounding area? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I don't know if you know Asheville, but we're still, all right. So we're starting. You know, Asheville is a very expensive place to live. So what you know, it's starting to spread out to get to yes. Old Fort. what twenty minutes from Asheville, mm-hmm. like twenty minutes from everywhere. So yeah, twenty minutes to Asheville. So we're starting to get those, starting to get like the breweries. Uh, you know, they're starting to build houses here. So like it's right there. And and I was I asked my wife the other day. I said, you think maybe we're just a little early? Like maybe Broken Bar Gym's just a little early for Old Fort. You know, maybe we could hang on, and when when that gets here, then we'll be okay. You know, it's you know, not to sound cliche, but it, it almost sounds like you're in the perfect storm right now. It's yeah. like, you know, you're going through the first big wave right into the eye. And then after that, that second wave is going to be all good things. That's kind of what I, that's kind of what I see. That's kind of what I'm hearing right now, because, you know, um, a lot, like all these major big cities, you know, Charlotte, um, Charleston, uh, Asheville, you know, in the, in the surrounding areas, like it's getting so expensive to live and people are like, well, I don't want to pay that. Like I, if I can just drive 15 minutes, you know, I'm going to go live on the outskirts. Well, boom, broken bar gym right on the outskirts. They don't have to travel anywhere. Yeah, um, so it's, I think, you know, just a matter of, you know, what kind of things can you guys implement to, you know, reach those people and you'll keep the excitement and, you know, kind of showcase, you know, like what you're about and why you do what you do. And, you know, I think people will really appreciate that and you'll, you'll start to see some traction. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And you guys definitely have the passion in the world. Jeannie, you said that you kind of like a, like, like superwoman almost, you know, kind of like realtor by, you know, afternoon, hey. night, CrossFit owner by morning, early afternoon kind of thing, you know, um, in your, your dual role there, you know, are you, I mean, I'm assuming, but are you kind of like asking clients about like fitness and like, you know, try to like mention anything like that, or, you know, like kind of like, you know, walk me through that, you know, do you kind of promote yourself, you know, while you're promoting yourself? I do. (laughs) So I I do. I try to get my clients to come to the gym if they're living nearby. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I work 
a pretty big circle. So I'll drive an hour from here to work, obviously, just because the inventory is so small in one spot. Realtors pretty much have to, I think I think I did my mileage. I drove 45,000 miles last year. So yeah, and then the evening, uh, but my office, my realty office is in Old Fort. And that was another reason for picking Old Fort is the gym. It's close by and I can zip right over there and spend the afternoons or the evenings or, you know, uh, working. And and on another note, Old Fort is experiencing far as outdoor economics. That's what's bringing a lot of people here with the outdoors and biking and hiking and fishing. And we have another facility that we train at. It's only three-tenths of a mile from our gym. The town let us use that space for our obstacle course racing training. So sometimes we think maybe we should just focus on one, one thing and or another. But it's like so many people do often enjoy the OCR workouts. Obviously, we had to drop it over the winter because the days got short and it it's you know there's no bathrooms there so it's all outside and it's all outside yeah so but I don't know we we go back and forth with if we should focus on one and I don't know (laughs) a lot of decisions (laughs) no absolutely and you know some of the you know maybe the joys or you know the anxieties or the risks of like okay like you know I have all these things on my plate which one do I need to focus on the most yeah you know only you guys know that um but obviously you know we we, we want to keep the gym rolling we want to keep things moving you want to keep doing what you love and your passion and who knows Jeannie maybe uh maybe one day you'll be able to step back from realty or and just you know live life that as would be my dream. that would What's be that? My dream. that would be my dream to work with uh health and fitness full time uh, I even thought about offering something to I was listening to a podcast about a corporate fitness where people go in and work with folks like two or three days a week that sit at the desk all day. Like that's sort of crossed through my mind and it's oh, just, yeah. it's made a huge difference in my life. And I see so many people that are in the gym that, you know, that it's just, they're going to live a healthier life because of the choice to come to the gym every day and have the accountability and the friendship and, I just want everybody to have that. And it it really hurts my feelings when people don't want to come to the gym. <laughs> and then sometimes I get really mad. And then I'm like, I can't be mad. But, you know, I just, I just know how much better I feel when I see other people. Uh, we, we even had one family who were in an abusive situation. And she had four boys. And the gym was her safe place. Like when they would come to the gym, they didn't have to worry about anything for that hour, you know? Yeah. And um, then ladies who've just had babies, that's, you know, we get so I've had a lot of new mamas out of that have come and uh, just, just helping people. That's what it's all about. So. Yeah. It, and you know, it's not, you know, you're a perfect example of a product of your product. Um you know, so many people, especially, you know, somebody that said they, you know, picked up a bar four years ago or, you know, however many years ago it was, but it's, you know, if, if you're experienced at firsthand, it's so much easier to kind of display that to everyone else and be like, listen, 
you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, you took a break, COVID, you know, kids, whatever, whatever the excuse is, it's just like, you are going to feel so much better if you just start. And if you get sore, cool, take a rest day, you know, maybe put some ice, maybe do some heat, you know, maybe increase your protein and say, you know, what, whatever the general things are, but it's like, you can speak to it. You're going to be so much more passionate about it. And people are going to see that. And they're going to want to come back because they know that this person is a passionate individual. They're not just here trying to sell me a gym membership. Yeah. Yeah, that's her for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, I absolutely, I love that. I love all that stuff. You know, you guys have a unique and amazing story and um, you know, it's, it's, it's heartfelt to know that, you know, you're, you're like, you're like right there, you know, like COVID obviously took a little factor on you. And I think literally everybody else that I've talked to as well, they, some people lost 50, almost hundred percent of their member base and they've had to start from scratch. So it's, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, couldn't, couldn't really control it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but you know, so with that being said, you know, uh, a couple, you know, last questions here, um, before we get wrapping up is, you know, Jeannie, Brian, however you guys want to answer this, if you want to both go for it, but you know, if you were to take a step back, kind of look at a snow globe effect and see all the things that are going on in your gym, you know, two parts, you know, you know, we talked about like, you know, the next six, 12 months, you want to get 10 members, you know, that's a good goal. Ultimate big goal. You touched on, you want to step back, be able to do fit, uh, health and fitness full-time for broken bars specifically, you know, the next three to five years, you know, if you were to step back, look at the snow globe and be like, this is where I want to be. What does that look like? Well, three to five years, that, I don't know why that sounds scary to me. I would probably have to stretch it out to even, but I, I would eventually like to be health and fitness full time and work with a variety of ages because me personally, knowing how reaching down and grabbing the barbell felt when I was 40, if I could have done that when I was 13. So one goal would be to work with the youth in the county and actually McDowell Technical Community College is opening a facility right next to our gym, supposed to be. COVID's like had them behind and stuff. So I'm hoping that maybe somehow with the community college or maybe with the high school, we could introduce, because it's not in our school, um, any of our schools. And I, I just think that that would be great. Awesome. Brian, you want anything to that? Yeah, I just want to, man, I'd like to have a full day of, of classes and the gym be full of members and everybody, you know, high five and music loud, sweat. Absolutely. This is such a, it's a bonding experience. It's, you know, you're, you're sweating, you're, and then you look over and you see your buddy and you just kind of, okay, let's, let's get, keep going. It, it's just fun. That's what I enjoy about it. And I, I just want everybody to enjoy that. Love it, guys. Um, great answer. And then last but not least, you know, Jeannie, more uh, oriented towards you, but if you had to, if, if there was somebody out there, you know, and they're like, man, like I want to start my own business. You know, I want to jump into the health of fitness, but I just, I just don't know what to do. I don't even know where to start. What words of advice would you give somebody that's looking to start their endeavor into entrepreneurship? You know, whether they have a plan, they have money, they don't have money, they don't have a plan. What, what would just be your advice? to do it and to not think about doing it yes i need to take that advice <laughs> <laughs> just do, do that? Something to get started no matter what it is 
Just do something, get started, and keep doing more. Keep doing more. And reach out, network. And that's something I've got to get better on is I would I would love to have all the gyms in Western North Carolina send their coaches and whatever to Broken Bar Gym and let's have a big powwow. Yeah, yeah. What can we do to be better? You know, so. Hey, I, you know, I'm not trying to say anything here, but I think you just came up with a really great idea. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, but anywho, um, appreciate that. Great answer. Um, you know, last, last but not least here, you know, before we get off is how can anybody out there listening today, how can our subscribers reach your facility, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, website, you know, they're, they're driving up to, you know, through Charlotte or to, you know, old Fort. you know, how can they reach you? Uh, definitely Facebook, Instagram, call the phone number 828-447-3891. I answer that all the time. Brokenbargym.com? Brokenbargym.com is our website. Uh, my oldest son built us in a phenomenal website. So, yes. Awesome. Love that. Family in the business. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, Jeannie and Brian, uh, Really, really great story today. Love the conversation that we've had. Um, for everybody out there listening, if you're in the area, if you want to check out Broken Bar, give them some love, give them some support, um, send them some people their way. Uh, most importantly, if this story inspired you and you want to hop on the, the podcast and share, you know, your perspective on the industry and, you know, some things that you've learned, things like that, please feel free to share. Click on the link below, type in all your info. We'll be in touch. But until then, y'all, that's another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily, and joining us on the show today is Aaron and Darcy out of Kingdom Fit in Missouri. What's going on, y'all? How are we doing? What's up? doing amazing we're doing so fantastic i love those words amazing and fantastic well you know we're, we're really excited to have you on the show today but before we dive into the nitty-gritty of what you guys have going on at kingdom fit tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you want to start your gym in the first place so um we started kingdom fit back in august 2020 and um when we thought of what we wanted to do with kingdom fit um we really wanted to change you know how the health and fitness industry is by 
um, not necessarily funding, funneling people through the gym like numbers, because I think a lot of the times I worked for a corporate facility beforehand, um, before we opened Kingdom, and a lot of the times people become numbers. They become um, certain goals that you have to hit every month so the gym gets a certain amount of income. And really, I did not want that at all, because that's not fair to the people who are coming to you to really change their lives. So that was initially why I wanted to do something different. Um, what I wanted to be, bring different to the health and fitness community, just changing people, not only physically, but mentally, really just diving into their mental health, checking in on them, um, giving them different things that they can do. And we want to really reach as many people as possible by doing so. So, yeah. Definitely. Kingdom Fit has something that um, we wanted to, um, you know, be a, be a vessel or a light on people who uh, want to be a part of, you know, our gym and our foundation. Um, because I, we know that we have a lot of influence um, and that it's us, us being able to influence uh, people, um, you know, from surrounding areas would definitely uh, be able to help our gym go to the next level. So uh, putting God at the forefront of things is definitely how we want to move. Um, and it's just something that's very important to us. And we want to make sure that, you know, people are a part of it. It's, you know, important to them too. Yeah, absolutely. So Darcy, there's something that I wanted to backtrack a little bit too. So you guys started your gym in the middle of COVID when there were lots of gyms shutting down. So I guess, kind of, was it a leap of faith for you guys? Or can you kind of walk us through your thought process? Like, yes, we're going to open the gym six months into the pandemic yeah so uh <clears throat> it's kind of crazy no one no one really we got a lot of hesitation we love our family we, but we got a lot of a lot of hesitation from family members they're like are you sure this is what you want to do like maybe you should do something else like because I mean it was a scary thing like we didn't know when everything was going to be open back up like and solidify that we were good to go like we didn't it, there's so many unknown factors. The only thing we could do is fall back on our faith and just pray about it. So it was something that my husband and I thought up and created like on paper, but we had always asked ourselves like, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to go about it? And the opportunity just presented itself. I had a previous client that was like, you know what? I had this space open up. I think you should seriously consider coming here. And yeah. within two weeks, we we agreed. We signed the paperwork. We found a place to live within two weeks. And everything just like fell into place. Like God was standing there like by our side the whole time. So it was pretty amazing. She she's she's being she's being real like uh, nice right now. Not good. <laughs> we we didn't have a place to live. No, literally, no. We 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 didn't have a home. Like it was real, and um, just being able to find the house that we did, um, we're at the perfect time. Um, and then after opening up the gym and not having any answers, I mean, it was kind of scary. But honestly. I mean, and we had a 15 month old. Let's add that. We had a 15 month old baby too. So yeah, um, it, was, it was pretty scary. It's, I feel like, you know, um, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, even though it was a little scary at the time, we were never, we never doubted uh, what we were doing um, and what we were going to do uh, with the vision and the ideas that God had put presented to us. Um, so 
you know, our faith was definitely tested. And I think that it just makes it easier to speak on it today because of what we went through to get to this point. Yeah. So it's interesting because I think a lot of people in your situation would have been like, definitely no way we're not opening a gym at this point in time. So I guess my question for you is, do you think you would have opened a gym maybe two years later or had you waited, do you think that you would have still continued to follow your dream of opening the gym? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so had we not taken this opportunity, I had um, three other corporate gyms uh, seeking like seeking out so for me to come work for them. Um, one is like a very, very popular one in our area. Um, and they were they were good positions, like two of them were management positions. And then the other one was like, they'd already let me be like a lead PT there at their facility. Mm-hmm. So it was like easy, probably six figure jobs that I turned down. Um, but I knew like, I wanted the time freedom to like make my own schedule so I could be with my, my son at the time. Like he was still a baby. And I, the only thing that I had loved of of COVID is just getting that time with him that you never get back. Um, so I, I really wanted to be able to have that freedom. And I knew working for the, those places, like people were still just going to be numbers and that's not what I wanted. Like I, I want to change lives. I don't want to filter people through just to hit a certain number every month so um yeah I mean it was really just relying on our faith had had we waited I don't know I don't know if we would ever two years would have been a long time a lot can happen in two years but something was telling us to do it now and then you know to get the place when we did um you know the offer when we did I just I mean, it was all timing, but I don't know. I, I feel like we still would have been on the path, but I just feel like it wouldn't have been, um, you know, as smooth or um, it wouldn't have been as, as, you know, it wouldn't have felt right, I don't think, you know, if we had waited to the right time, because there's never a right time to start, you know, there's never a perfect time to start. So you just got to be all in and go for it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that point there. It's never the right time to get started. So next question for you is, did either one of you guys have, and I think Darcy may have touched on this earlier when we were talking before the interview, but did either one of y'all have an experience in entrepreneurship or business before you decided to start your gym? Yeah, um, I I actually... um, I actually was in entrepreneurship pretty heavy, uh, MLM. next level marketing. Um, I had business over a hundred people and I was, I was, I was doing my thing, doing that. Um, I think I, I feel like, um, it wasn't all a waste of time. Um, you know, definitely, you know, made a good amount of income, you know, with it, but it just, it, it, it kind of died out. Um, you know, because people were getting behind it because they just wanted to make money, but it wasn't lasting. Uh, there was, you know, so um, it kind of, that company kind of trickled out and it kind of left me in a place where um, I still had my basketball, but that was kind of like my main source of income at one point. Right. And, you know, that, that you know, taken away um, or not taken away, but just, you know, vanished kind of, it was just, 
um, a point to I need to move on. So that's kind of what I started, you know, working where I'm at right now, um, but getting ready to be done. So, um, yeah. I personally hadn't um, been an entrepreneur previously, unless you consider selling cows. <laughs> Um, that's all I had really done. Um, but I mean, I, I had had to build and retain my own business, like at the corporate level. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even still there, you kind of got like handed people. Um, I just, I don't know, I, I just had faith that we would figure it all out. We'd learn as we went. Neither one of us have any like business background, like degrees or anything like that. Neither one of us have that. We both right. have degrees, but they're not in business by any means. Okay. Yeah. So piggyback, piggybacking off of this topic, if each of you could just give me one skill when, it, when you're thinking about growing a gym and, you know, helping as many people as possible, what is the most important skill that you think is, is what's the most important skill to you guys has helped both of you guys grow your business and also grow as business owners? So, okay. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say, consistency. But since he said consistency, I'll say patience. Okay. Yeah. You need patience with kids, too. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but but consistent, consistency, for sure. Um, yeah, I'll, absolutely consistency. Consistency, because it, it's, uh, I feel like it's a skill to be consistent, um, because, it, you know, not everybody can do it. So, um if you're able to separate yourself, um, you know, by being consistent, then, you know, your numbers will increase. Um, so and I, consistency in what category specifically? Consistency in showing up. Cons consistency um, in, in, you know, showing, you know, working your plan. If it's working out people at, at the gym, uh, being in the gym, mm -hmm. consistently being in the gym, consistently giving good energy in the gym, consistently following the plan in the gym. Um, so consistency, just having the positivity, uh, I think that's a very, very important, um, you know, for the gym, because, you know, if, if weeks go by and there's just, it's just dead, I mean, people are not going to come through there, you know, but every time you come through there, if you feel good, you know, leaving out there, people are nice to you, people smile on your face, um, you know, and it's not fake and it's genuine uh, and it's consistent, people are going to want to come back um, and, you know, because they feel good there. So um, that's how I feel. Okay. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, business side of things though, like consistency marketing, consistency, like time scheduling, consistency, like checking in on clientele, um, consistency with writing their programs, staying on top of things like that and just patience. You gotta have patience with people. They got lives outside the gym they're doing this to change their life. They don't need somebody else stressing them out too. You know what I mean? They got enough stress in their lives. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. So when you guys opened Kingdom Fit, Darcy, because I know you had some clientele that you were already working with. Did they follow mm -hmm. you over or did y'all have to start from literally no clients and build from there? So I only had two people follow over. Um, otherwise, we've built from the ground up yeah <laughs> it's been wow. pretty fascinating it's pretty fascinating honestly um when COVID happened the first like two months of business were kind of slow um but when people finally started feeling comfortable like coming out and about with a mask on mm -hmm. the the probably second quarter 
of our business, we had like a 300% growth. It was insane. Like people came out of the woodworks just because it's something that they needed. Like after yeah, being, mm-hmm. yeah, they had been in their house for a year, working themselves out <laughs> in a home workout for a year. Yeah. Like yeah. they needed that gym atmosphere. And honestly, we started the gym with some stuff we bought off Facebook Marketplace and some dumbbells and a stability ball, but we've built it to what it is now. So it's been great. Erin, yeah. did you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah, um, I lost my train of thought here. I was, um, <laughs> oh God. Um, we can circle back. Okay, uh, I, remind me of the question again. So great question. So you started from zero clients. I just, I don't know that it was necessarily oh, it was like a statement question. I remember. Okay. So we were talking about the clients. Um, and uh, so she didn't have many people transfer over, but I was, I had been, you know, running like my basketball teams and stuff. And I had a point where I had about 11 teams um, and we had kids coming through the gym um, and they were working out pretty consistently. So like um, that also brought a different, um, you know, genre and just um, a people, you know, the younger generation to the gym and they started working out and um, we had, you know, classes that we were doing with them and stuff like that. And we still do that. So um, yeah, that, that was one of the, you know, main, you know, people that were able to come into the gym because when I was, i she's always been a trainer. I've always been a coach. I haven't, I haven't been a physical fitness trainer, but I've always been a basketball coach. That's what I do. But, um, I've always been able to be good in the weight room though, as well. So like, I know things she's just, she knows it in and out. Right. But I can still help a lot of people. So, um, we try to, we try to kind of balance off each other because she has a lot of things that she does well. And I have a lot of things that I do well. So, um, yeah, I just feel like it's, we kind of just really complement each other very well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So let's talk a little bit about marketing. What's been working well for you guys to get members in consistently? It was something that maybe hasn't worked out so well. Oh, Lordy. Um, so <laughs> the, <clears throat> honestly, Meta is a great thing. Um, the business suite is a great thing. That's helped us build consistency. Um, one of the best things that I have done or adapted to um, is, well, first off, Kingdom started in a Facebook group. Um, and then we kind of, I have my own personal Instagram and I just always post about Kingdom on that personal Instagram, but I divided them. I made myself a personal pro, or personal um, Instagram and then I created the business Instagram and then combined Facebook and Instagram. And I was using business suite to um, schedule it out to where it posts on both platforms. Mm -hmm. And I would build out the schedule a month ahead of time and um, kind of also tie it in with like what's going on in the community. And so I would try to schedule events down at the gym that correlated with like the downtown community. Cause we're in downtown St. Joe. So there's a lot of businesses around us that do things all the time. Um, but it started, I mean, it was great there for like 20, the end of 2020 to probably the middle of 2021. And then the algorithm changed 
And now, like, as everyone knows, like reels are the big thing on Instagram, not flyers. So we've kind of adapted in the last couple months to where, like, yeah, we're still posting on Facebook um, just so we can get a lot of interaction with um, our clientele and the people who follow the page and just let them know kind of what's going on. And we kind of do the same on Instagram, but more stories. And now we're really just focused on like reels teaching people like Mm -hmm. let's teach you the best way to move here um let's teach you the best way to kind of get yourself a program let's teach you some better nutrition habits that you can build um so that's really worked well for us and we have a pretty good following on both platforms um we could always grow but i have to grow myself first before that can grow so yeah so primarily like organic content yes yeah okay so how does somebody become like if i'm engaging with you on like one of your instagram reels how what's the process for taking me just just showing some general interest to you know potentially becoming a an active member at kingdom fit so um usually what happens is people go to like our link tree on instagram and that takes them to our website And then they can kind of find like the pricing and the plans. Um, We created a reel to kind of show them how to maneuver the website. And that honestly helped generate a lot of memberships for us, just posting that reel and like showing them how to sign up for membership. Cause that was one of the most like frequently asked questions is how do I go to your website and find this? Even Mm -hmm. though when you go to the website is pretty self-explanatory, the easier you can make it for people, the like more, they'll want to do it you know what i mean so just simplifying everything for people and just giving them like direct links on facebook if you want to sign up for a class here's the direct link like that's honestly what's worked best for us gotcha okay had to handicap people to make it as easy as possible because people don't like to read and that's just that's just a fact people don't they they want to get right to the point yeah so I, you know, I agree with that. And also people, I think they get distracted easily. So that's why, you know, you got to keep it simple. Yes. Yep. Distracted by, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So what is the, like, after the process, like, do you, are you guys doing the selling or I kind of wanted to ask you both this is like, you're a couple. Um, how have y'all figured out how to run your business together smoothly? I feel like we're still figuring it out. I, f- I feel like I feel like I feel like we're still I feel like there's always more to learn and mm-hmm. I feel like uh we've learned a lot to this point but like um I feel like the next three six months are going to be like completely different like right when to be in there a whole different you know time um that's gonna that's gonna help us evolve to a whole nother level so like I feel like we're just really scratching the surface right. of what yeah. we like um so yeah that's how I feel about that yeah because our original goal was just for me to be well our original goal was obviously to always have him up in the gym with us but we knew taking this leap of faith that we're taking like we had to have his income as well as we grew Mm -hmm. um so it's nice to know like one of the biggest goals we've had to get him in there full time with me is about to change everything. Like the whole atmosphere of the gym is going to change all of everybody that comes in there loves Aaron. He's just easy, relatable. He's everybody's favorite person. (laughs) My nephews and nieces always ask about him first, but it's fine. Whatever. (laughs) 
but it's just like him coming in there is just going to completely change everything. And I'm just so excited. We're so blessed like that this is going to yeah. be able to happen. So, yeah. So are you guys like with how business is going? It's like, is that the path? Is he going to be able to step away from the school in three to six months? Or are there some things that kind of need to change before that happens? Um, essentially, we're ready right now, but that can't happen because he's in the middle of the season. So, <laughs> so we have to wait that that three <laughs> to six months. Um, otherwise, we'd be ready right now. So we're just being patient. Um, yeah. There's there's some little. I'm very organized, um, very organized with time management, and he just kind of go with the flow. So I'm gonna definitely have to teach him some things when it comes to that side of it, but. No, it'll be good. You yeah. will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to my question about self. I kind of had another question that uh, got in front of that one, but who does like most of the selling? So personal training, um, there is me and two other trainers. Okay. I myself have pretty much sold every package in there. I, like as the owner want to get to know everybody that walks through the door. Um, there's been a couple people that when I went on maternity leave. I just got off maternity leave um, the first week of January. So I hired somebody back in um, October of 2021. I trained her um, for a whole month just to kind of get her in the groove of things. She had been, actually been my client for two years. I helped her lose yeah. over 70 pounds. Yeah, 70 pounds. So it was kind of amazing how like just me helping her in her life reciprocated into her helping us. So when I had my son, I was able to take that time and just run the business side of things like the marketing, the contracts, like all the legality stuff. That was nice to be able to step back and do. I definitely mm -hmm. missed the training side of it. So I jumped in two feet just as soon as January hit. But um she made a couple sales while I was gone and I was totally comfortable with that because I had trained her to do so. But it, I think one, another challenging thing, obviously with having your own business is it's your baby too. So sometimes you're going to have to learn, like you're going to have to take a step back and trust people with, you know, getting into that side of the business and she did great. So yeah, we're the main ones that make the sales, anything membership wise, that's all through online. And we make sure we meet with them the first time they walk through the doors. So uh, so are they signing up for the membership before they even get to you? Sometimes, yeah. We've had um, we've had about eight people sign up this month. It's crazy just from using the link. Um, and then when they come in, they have to get a key fob to be mm -hmm. able to enter the building. Um, and that's when we kind of meet them, give them a tour, show them the place, which is surprising. Like if it were me, I would want to come into the gym first. And if they want to do that, it's complimentary. Yeah. But hey, I guess they've heard good things. <laughs> They if they're ready, they're they they seen all they need to see, but right. people everybody's different. Yeah. Okay. So y'all, it's it's almost a good place for us to wrap things up here. But okay. one final question that I have for both of you guys is what are your 2023 goals and how do you want the business side of your gym to continue to grow and develop? Um well. Darcy, do you want to answer that? Or? Yeah, so obviously um, our first goal is to get Aaron in there full time. I want to be able to grow, um, obviously, in memberships. We have a good amount now, but I would um, like more people coming in and out of the doors so we're mm -hmm. able to 
not only grow on the personal training side of things like that's how we've we've started with personal training so obviously like that's our biggest form of income at this moment um but I want to be able to impact even more people with like our group fitness classes and our gym memberships, just so we can really become a bigger part of the downtown community. Um, but also just getting out into the community. Like I've reached out to a couple like nonprofit people, um, just wanting to work with their youth kids. Um, and we started some youth classes back up. So I'm really just anxious to get Aaron in there. Cause that's really his specialty is working with the youth. Um, yeah. So I just want him to kind of show me the reins on that side of things so we can become an even bigger part of the community that we're in and make an even bigger impact on not only the, like, not older generation, but the grown generation, but also the youth. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that, I mean, that's pretty much my goal is to just be in there full time. I mean, and then um, once we're able to do that, then it's just, you know, um, multiplying on everything that we've already been able to accomplish and just seeing how far we can go with me being in there uh, 10 toes in. So um, that's just, that's kind of where we're at is excited to see where that will take us that time being invested because we know what we can both do when we're locked in and, and that's all we're doing. Yeah. Um, so we're excited to see that side of it. So that's where our head's at. Alrighty, y'all. Well, this is a really good place for us to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, please tell our listeners where they can find you. So you can find us on Instagram or um, Facebook or TikTok. Um, it's The Kingdom Fit. And if you want to find our website, it's thekingdomfit.com. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. You're welcome. And contribution Thank to the podcast. You. And absolutely looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to be able to accomplish down the road. Also, thank you, everybody who did, tuned in today. We appreciate you guys as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.